You're listening to AskDaryl.com. You've got questions, we'll get you the answers. AskDaryl.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 64 of the Ask Daryl podcast. The Ask Daryl podcast is where I, your host, Daryl Girardier, take your questions on social media, technology, and communications, all dealing with the church, and do my best to answer them in the most brief yet thorough way possible. Today we're talking about Facebook Live, the wonderful new, I say new, it's probably been around actually for a little while. Uh, new service or feature, if you will, that Facebook has provided that now lets you broadcast live video. Some would probably say to a certain degree it's a uh, competitor to Periscope, um, but I think it's got some more features, um, and obviously it's Facebook integration, which I think gives it an edge over Periscope. Not to say I'm opposed to Periscope, but um, we've been using Facebook Live for a while, uh, for uh, a little while now with our pastor and with actually one of our campuses actually to, to uh, live stream one of our worship services. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about some best practices, some things we're learning, um, some things where I think you should try it and check it out, and some just some things that I see coming on the horizon with it. Um, so the big why, why would you want to use Facebook Live? Well, one thing, and I don't have hard scientific you know, research data on this, but what we're seeing is for us that when we post uh, videos on Facebook Live, and by the way, you can do that when you go to anywhere you hit publish or post or whatever it is, status update, whatever you're doing, you'll see a little live icon when you hit the, the, the write button, if you will, the write, I mean, in terms of writing, R-I-T-E button, when you want to write a post, if you will, you'll see the option to hit a live button. And then obviously you'll ask to access your camera and you can, therefore, you, before you know it, you'll publish it and you'll go live. Now, why would I want to do that? Again, I don't have any hard data on this, but I'm finding that like our Facebook live videos are doing really well in terms of ranking. And I think Google, uh, excuse me, Facebook, Facebook, I was about to say Google ranking, Facebook ranking. I believe Facebook is giving us a better ranking in terms of that content on people's news feeds. Again, I don't have any hard data on that, but from what I'm seeing, it seems like we're getting a better better use and better, um, better reach and engagement on these live videos than we were even pre-done video content, um, images, or text for that matter. So again, you should try it out, see what you think, but I'm coming back and we're finding out, wow, we're getting more engagement and more reach on these videos than we do of any other piece of content that we're posting on Facebook. So that's the, that's the first thing we're seeing. The second thing is what we're seeing is, is that this is probably where the future is headed for most social media platforms. Uh, Twitter has Periscope. Snapchat obviously is kind of live in the moment because all the content lasts like 24 hours on the on your on your story, if you will. And Facebook is now pushing this live aspect. I think more and more you're going to be dealing with this in terms of these channels: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Snapchat are going to be pushing you more and more to produce a lot more live in the moment content. And that means stuff like Hootsuite, Buffer, and those type of tools. While they're still going to be valuable, they're not going to have the primacy in terms of, of your of your strategy in terms of of them being the thing that you put most, your, most of your emphasis on, that scheduling 30, 60, 90 days out all of your social media posts. Uh, you'll still have the ability to do that, but I really believe in the future is going to be based around the people who can push consistent live content are going to be the ones who are probably going to win in the long term of the social media game. So this is something that you're going to want to get into and want to start 
more and more getting accustomed to because I believe this is what more of these channels are going to want to push you to do. Now, again, one of the other reasons why I like Facebook over, say, like Periscope is, is I think it just gives you better insights. Um, you get better insights in terms of how people are actually watching live. Of course, you get that on Periscope, but there's a lot of other options. There's a live map option. Um, there's a truckload of other stuff that you can do with those videos uh, in Facebook in terms of that real time. And you can just play around that you can Google some of the features. But I like the fact that it's I've seen a lot more features. One of them is they actually have live emotional insights. So in other words, you can see a graph of how people are actually reacting live to your videos. Like this little blue graph that appears on the bottom of your video, which I think is a really, really cool concept. Again, I just like the richness and the way they've done it on Facebook versus Periscope. And to me, it just seems like it's really well built and you can get some really good audience insight. The other thing I've noticed about Facebook Live for us is is that even if people miss our content, they still come back to watch it, which I found fascinating. I thought with most people were like, well, I missed it. I'm not really going to engage with it. I'm finding that even if people miss it, they're going to want to come back and they're going to want to watch it again. So don't worry about all of a sudden if you do all this live stuff that if you don't have a huge number of people watching on the front end, I'm finding that people are coming back and they're watching it on the back end as well. Now, here's some other things that we're learning for us in terms of like best practices on terms of Facebook Live. One, you're going to have to promote uh, your Facebook Live. Promote, it's coming up. We're going to do this Facebook Live on this date at this time. You're going to have to think more of a promotional calendar, if you will. And so, yeah, this is where Hootsuite and Buffer is going to come in. You kind of want to plan out some of this stuff so that when you go live, people are ready for you to go live. You've kind of primed the pump, if you will. A lot of times we just kind of go cold live in terms of our pastor, like I'm going to walk into his office here in about a couple hours and just go, hey, let's go live. Let's do X. So we'll do that with him. Um, but I challenge you, if you're going to do this, try to promote ahead of time. Um, the other thing is some other best practices are, one, you can edit the video afterwards. After the video is done, you can actually save there on the Facebook timeline. Go and edit the video, add the tags, add the links, the calls to actions, all the stuff you normally would do for a post-produced video that you'd upload directly to Facebook, you can do that as well on your Facebook uh, live videos. So you want to do those things as well. The other thing is you want to keep an eye on the live drop-off. Um, as you start practicing this and getting better at this, is there a certain point you notice people start to drop off? Uh, is a certain minute marker? What's your audience accept as, as terms of like how long I'll stay with you live? Is it two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, whatever that is? Figure out what that is and kind of get a better idea for your audience of like what the length of a good live video is going to be like in terms of interaction. Uh, in order to get people to view that stuff, you also need to make sure you're getting a really a good, compelling title, something that says watch now, something that kind of gives a declarative call to action for people to say live right now discussing X. You need to bring in that element of anticipation of I want to go view that, I want to go see that. Now, when you do these things that are live, you also got to make sure that you're interacting with your audience. Now, this is something that we, I'll be honest with you, we're not great at. Part of it is because my pastor is so focused on speaking that I typically don't uh, give him, um, I don't typically don't give him questions in the middle of all he's speaking. That's just not the way he's wired. So that's something he's got to practice at. Um, so what we're, what you've got to work on is you have to work into interacting with the audience because the more you interact with the audience, the more they feel like they're part of it. And then you can obviously grow the audience as well. Now, the other thing is, this is the more of the video production side of things is when you're doing Facebook Live, make sure you find a place that's quiet where people can hear you. There's nothing worse than watching somebody try to do a Facebook Live in the middle of the streets or a crowded uh, Starbucks. 
any of those type of things. Yes, you can do that, and yes, there's a certain spontaneity to it, but the better you can find a quiet place, the better that's going to be for your, your listening audience, your listening, excuse me, and viewing audience. Um, also, make sure you have a strong internet connection. There's nothing worse than somebody trying to do this on a 4G with like one bar. Uh, if you got Wi-Fi, make sure it's good, consistent, consistent Wi-Fi. Um, I typically actually honestly get off L, uh, get, get on LTE where I'm at. I switch off the Wi-Fi because the LTE is better where I'm at when I do these. And that way I always know we've got a consistent connection across the board. Um, also, if you can, try to stay in one place with your phone. Don't try to navigate too much around unless you are doing like a tour of a building or something like that or you're doing something cool you're showing people around a place. If you do that too much, you go from like inside, outside, your camera's got to adjust in the lighting, and it just honestly, video production-wise, doesn't look that great. Also, in terms of best practices, if you want to, you can also do a trial run. If you're like, Daryl, this all sounds great. I want to try Facebook Live, but honestly, we're a little nervous that we're going to mess this up totally understand here's what you do just go to your personal facebook page and do a live video from there and your status update so in other words do like your normal status update and hit the facebook live button but set the status update to only be published not to your timeline but to yourself so only you're the only one who can see it so basically you're doing a live video that only you can see and that way you can kind of you know kind of get your feet wet and kind of try it out but and then go back and view it and figure out okay i like that i didn't like that but it gives you a sense that you can do a couple of trial runs because to be honest with you, the thing about live video that I find for most people, what's most frightening is, is that there is no post-production. There is no like, oh, okay, cut that. Can you redo that again? It is what it is. You're just throwing it out there. And not only are you just throwing it out there, you're throwing it out there and people can react back in real time, which honestly on a personal level, I find absolutely um, it, it scares me, you know, in terms of live real feedback. Um, because then all of a sudden, before you know it, you can get derailed real quick and go down, you know, all of a sudden you're chasing rabbits different places. So that can be really difficult. So if you're really nervous about that, just try some of these live runs by posting it to your personal Facebook page and just do just do it so the fact that only you can see the status update. And just try some test runs of the live videos. But irregardless, you're going to want to do Facebook Live as a church. You're going to want to still go ahead and start doing these things. You want to start having your pastor do Q&As, your student minister, children's minister, whoever, featuring your staff, maybe doing some behind-the-scenes of staff meetings. You're going to want to start doing this tool because I really believe that Facebook is going to put a lot of the emphasis on Facebook Live. Twitter, I think, will do the same thing with Periscope and Snapchat. Snapchat, their stuff is kind of you know, that in-the-moment content anyway. But I really think this is where social media is. And the idea of us planning these 30, 60, 90-day type of pre-planned, pre-packaged content still works, but I don't think it'll be the mainstay anymore. I think eventually it'll kind of be the side thing we always kind of do, but at the end of the day, I think live is going to be where it's at, and that's why you need to be in that, and you need to start playing with Facebook Live today and testing it out. If you've got a question for me, head over to askdaryl.com. That's A-S-K-D-A-R-E-L.com, and you can check me out on Twitter. I'm at D-G-I-R-A-R-D-I-E-R. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and now the Google Play Store. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for listening to AskDaryl.com. Don't forget, if you've got questions, go online and submit them to AskDaryl.com.